Hey, this Cole Jack. Hey, this Cole Jack. This Cole Jack. You tuned into the follow up podcast. Uh, bet on the block that all of my niggas will show you we with it. <laughs> More than the 40, they out of control and you follow talk up. and we living. Look, I need a spot when it's hot in the pocket, a boat could fit in. Look, trunk full of thugas, if you ain't a shooter, get out of the kitchen. I could go hop on the play out the way. Ain't hit too much with the fuck niggas say. I've been talking that shit since a bonding with Grace. Drug it the A, I was high with a J. Straight from the D with the opposite way, cause the niggas before me will watch it and hate. I could pay homage and form the spray. Hop on the plane. It gotta be now, it gotta be this, it gotta be mine, we gotta be rich, we gotta be safe. Cause I'd have been pissed, and I'd have been down, and I'd have been missed. But I'd have been hated way more by them niggas who told me they love me. They gotta be sick, it gotta be now, cause now we them niggas, it gotta be this, we gotta be rich. We gotta be more than them niggas would say that we was. All of my niggas see how this to get when them niggas ain't showing no love. All of my niggas see how this to get when your hustle ain't making no funds. For all of my niggas, it don't matter how hard it get, we don't pick up and run. But ain't that a bitch when them people you with ain't about any mission at hand? Involving the route that it get to the shit that I hell with completing the plan. Out all of them niggas, you gotta be kidding me. Went from a kid to a man. With niggas who rather see y'all in the dirt than you over him getting some bands. So you understand why I gotta shake shit. I'ma go hop on the play out the way. Can't hit too much with a fuck nigga say. I've been talking that shit since I bonded with Grace. Drug it the A, I was high with a J. Straight from the D went the opposite way. Cause the niggas before me will watch it and hate. I could pay homage and form the spray. Hop on the plane like. It gotta be now, it gotta be this, it gotta be mine. We gotta be rich, we gotta be safe. Cause I'd have been pissed and I'd have been down and I'd have been missed. But I'd have been hated way more by them niggas who told me they love me. They gotta be sick, it gotta be now. Cause now we them niggas. It gotta be this, we gotta be rich, ayy Follow-up podcast, that was Bet the Block from They Call Him AP's new, um, Big homie too, but it's the deluxe version. He dropped like 20 new songs, so we vibing with that right now. Um, Real quick, this episode ain't really a follow-up podcast episode. This is pretty much showtime with follow-up. I think the third or fourth episode. So this is just a rollout for that. So everybody who fuck with follow-up. Um, podcast. Make sure y'all go rate, subscribe, and review that podcast on iTunes. Um, it's called Showtime on Follow Up, which is me and Jada Don, where we covering movies, TV shows, trailers, all kinds of shit. So make sure y'all go fuck with that. We haven't really rolled it out on social media that well yet, because we got a couple more podcasts that are going to be dropping soon. So we trying to roll everything out together. But this podcast did drop, I want to say, three weeks ago. So make sure y'all fuck with that. Also, check out that new episode I just dropped with Gemini Chachi. It's dope. Um, Shout out to her. She did just drop her song, uh, Gang About You, that solo shot that we talk about in her interview. So make sure y'all go fuck with that. And uh, what else? Um, we're going to be in Vegas this weekend, so we got some content. We got a couple interviews we're going to be doing out there, um, so be on the lookout for that, as well as episode one and two of Album Mode will be dropping early March. I'm going to push it back because the Judas and Black Messiah soundtrack is going to take a lot to digest. So, And then I'm going to do a local album that just dropped recently as well. 
So I'm going to cover that as well. So y'all going to see the format with that. I'm trying to make that dope because that's like my thing. So be in tune with that as well. But this episode y'all about to listen to from Showtime with Follow Up is just basically giving y'all a taste of what we doing over there. And maybe y'all fuck with it. And y'all want to go subscribe and be a fan of that podcast. So this episode is... Judas and the Black Messiah recap. That's about the first 40 minutes. And then we go into All American season three, episode four, I believe. We covered that episode. And then we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer. So it gives y'all an idea of the format and how we're doing things over there with that podcast. But that is just me and Jada Don. But we're going to have more guests and stuff like that in the future. But right now, we're just getting the basis, the foundation together. So we'll go from there with that. But appreciate everybody tuning in. Man, just go support that podcast. That's the first podcast under the network that we actually got up and running right now. So appreciate everybody tuning in. And, uh, man, support that, man. Cole Jack, follow-up podcast. And we out. God bless. Deputy Chairman Fred Hampton of the Illinois Black Panther Party. Repeat after me. stolen car, five years for impersonating a federal officer, or you can go home. The Black Panthers are forming a rainbow coalition of oppressed brothers and sisters of every color. Their aim is to sow hatred and inspire terror. I will learn all that I can. I These ain't no terrorists. You can murder a liberator, but you can't murder liberation. You can murder revolutionary, but you can't murder revolution. And you can murder a freedom fighter, but you can't murder freedom. Jack, Jada Don here. Yo, Showtime with follow up. That trailer y'all just saw or listened to was Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, arguably one of the most important films in a very long time that I can remember. But where should we start with this? First, let's let's start with the trailer. So. It was that I know you just watched it. Was that your first time watching the trailer? No, that's my second. All right. I just wanted to refresh your So before the before you saw the movie and you saw the trailer, what was you expo even before that, let's have a little history. Did you know about Fred Hampton 
Okay. Prior to the trailer or this movement movement that's taking place. Yeah, but to an extent. So I knew who Fred Hampton was and what he did, and what he stood for, and I knew how he died, but I didn't know like everything that led up to it. And exactly, you know, like I just knew he got shot. I didn't know everything else that happened in between. Okay. So when I was watching the trailer, I'm like picking apart probably what's going to happen type shit. I'm thinking that um, the dude that got arrested at the beginning, Bill, was going to kill him, like shoot him. But some whole other shit ended up happening. So. Right. Um. Well, I have a lot of roots connected to um, Maywood, Proviso East area. Um, Hillside is not too far from that Um, So I already had knew some things About Fred Hampton Um, I also knew that uh, Mark Clark Who you saw at the end of the movie He was the head of the Peoria Mm -hmm. Chapel um, and he said Peoria in the movie. Yeah. So that was good. He was 22. He so, went to Manuel. Uh, he went to ICC. That's shit a lot of people don't know about here. Right. So I knew about that. And based off knowing, like, because I see people on Facebook talk about him sometimes out of nowhere, especially when the George, George Floyd stuff was going on and heavily talked about. Mark Clark ended up getting brought up a lot in Peoria. And... I figured, because people talked about him with Fred Hampton a lot, I figured that he'd be in the movie more. Yeah, I, I thought, because um, I did some research. I thought he so, was like his right-hand man or like with him a lot type shit. Um, well, he could have been uh, maybe that week or the last two weeks because Fred mm-hmm. personally hit him up to come up there. So I would assume he was, but it might not have been that significant to the story that they were telling from the point of view of uh, Bill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As they call him Wild Bill in the movie. So maybe he didn't have that information to connect them. And obviously Clark's passed. He got killed. Fred's not here. So you know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe those are the two who really knew. So, but going into the trailer, obviously, if you pay attention to the Bible, you know who Judas was. To Jesus You know what I'm saying So when they call it Judas and the Black Messiah First I love the name of the movie um, Because You couldn't have called it Black Panther Because Huey P. Newton And those guys in, uh, what Oakland I believe Or the Bay Area They had the foundation of the Black Panther Which they referenced in the movie a couple times Because they also But um, looking at the trailer I just was like this is going to be told from the point of view of Bill um, in some way. So did you know about Bill and everything before you watched the movie? That he was... That he was like... Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. He infiltrated them um, as they depicted in the movie, but that I knew about that. Um, I didn't know that uh, Fred was drugged. I didn't either. Um, but knowing me, like, I don't mind movies getting spoiled. I don't mind if people tell me the whole movie. So I did a whole bunch of research before I watched it. So I knew he got drugged based off of the research. But prior to me doing research, I didn't know he got drugged. Um, I didn't know he went to jail 
for apparently stealing ice cream, seventy dollars worth of ice cream. So for, I didn't. What they say? Didn't they say like um, two to five years at first? But he got out early. No, he he got an appeal for bond. Mm. Or yeah, so he got when he got out, it was for bond. And then if you see at the end, they the dude gave him money. The head of the crowns gave yeah. him money and was like, "Go ahead and run," because he had to turn himself back in to do five years. Yeah, and that's a long time for supposedly stealing some ice cream. Well, right? this is I mean, no, I mean, I'm white man. They don't give a fuck. They found ways. They were just doing crazy shit. So. They didn't give a fuck about how they got him. They just wanted to get him, and then they realized that's not enough. So they was like, we got to kill him. Um, so based off the trailer, I was excited, but I was nervous. Like, I was very... It took a lot for me to watch the movie because I get angry at shit like this. So I was angry pretty much the majority of the movie. Um, but I like that they didn't... They told the movie... Oh well, we, now that's the trailer. So now let's fast forward to the movie. So I feel like they told the movie from three different perspectives. They gave Bill his perspective, and um, Fred Hampton's perspective, and Fred Hampton girl's perspective. Yeah. Because you notice at the end when Bill left the house. It became pretty much her perspective at that point because when she walked, when she she was trying to wake him up, and then when she walked out of there, we didn't see Fred no more. They just focused on her. So that's what I think. I think that was. I think they did a good job at that um, for the POVs of where they told it at. But overall, what did you think of the movie before we? Break it down. It was great. It was great. It was like, I don't know, movies like that, it's a lot to take in when you realize how messed up a lot of that shit was and how, like, some people don't realize, like, that shit is real. That shit's happened. Obviously, it's a whole movie about it, but it's like, people don't understand the extent of, like, that's real shit that's happened and how messed up it is. And it's like, that's history that we can't just forget. So, I don't know. The movie was great, though. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the movie overall. Um, it was interesting. I learned some things. I have a lot of questions, though. It was a good movie, but I got a lot of questions. Like what? Um, it was only two hours. I wish it should have been like two hours and 45. I could have sat through two hours and 45, maybe even three hours. Because Fred, like, obviously, it was from the perspective of Bill. So when we got when we got to Fred, and the one thing I didn't like... Well, let's just break the movie down. So, we didn't get no timestamps on, like, what day this was, what year this was. Like, I think they gave us one timestamp yeah, for was, the year. It was just right at the beginning, though. It was just... Uh, it said 1968 Chicago at the beginning. That was it. Yeah. So, I'm saying, how long was he incarcerated for? You know what I'm saying? I, obviously... About uh, roughly like nine. I, well, months. no, obviously he died December fourth, sixty nine. Mm-hmm. 
So we know it took a took a, a little less than a year's time, but I want to know how long he was incarcerated. I want to know like we didn't get no backstory of Fred, like how he grew up, his roots. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wish we would have got that. I know this movie wasn't the Fred Hampton movie. This was Fred Hampton's movement being a revolutionary. So I understand that and how he got his life ended because someone infiltrated the Black Panther. So I get that part, but I would have loved to see like what drove him to have the ideologies he had and also the mindset where I live for the people and I die for the people. Because at 21, for you to say, hey, I'm prepared to die for the people. That's a and lot. it is what it is. For you to say that, I would love to see what got what him to that point. Going, going up and yeah, whatnot. and what? how did he become the chairman of the Chicago Black Panther? I would have loved to see that because I would imagine he was in contact with the Black Panther Party in the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? They had districts all around the country, but I'm pretty sure that that that's the head of everything. I'm pretty sure they had to bless him being the head. And then for him to be 21, who was the representation before, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was just questions on that like I didn't we didn't really get backstory of Fred. We just saw, we just they just started the movie. He gave a speech um, at a Malcolm X college, uh, and it, he was already Fred. He was already that guy. So that's what I missed out on was that part, and um, his when he was starting the Rainbow Coalition. You know what I'm saying when he got the the Latinas and the uh, the poor white people all formed together. Maybe they could have incorporated how that made people feel overall, because at this time in 69 or 68 or around there, I be, uh, Martha King is dead. Malcolm X is dead. So who's that? Who's that vocal leader? Is it Louis Farrakhan? Like. Who's is the because Honorable Louis Farrakhan is stationed in Chicago? They didn't even. I don't think they mentioned him. I know, no. But I'm asking though because like the Black Panthers was growing. Fred Hampton was on the radar. It was his shit. Like they're like, no, we have to take him out. I would imagine the Muslim community. Did they feel a way towards Fred? Did they? They did not like him because Louis Farrakhan was in Chicago, too. That's mm-hmm. where he's in Chicago right now. That's where he's stationed. So I wanted to see that dynamic as right. well, just to see how people because they, they did the coalition scene and that was it. So we didn't we didn't see the impact that that made on not only Chicago, but potentially the country. We didn't see that impact. Mm hmm. We saw the FBI freak out, but we didn't see the impact that it had. And then, obviously, when he was locked up, we saw some of the Black Panthers. They just said, "Fuck, we with the, we we want uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We want all the smoke." 
So Shorty and the, they shooting. They taking cops. Dude, uh, he shot a Jimmy shot a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other dude, uh, Jake um, Winters. Yeah, he killed a cop. And they he got killed, killed a couple. Shit. Yeah, and then he got killed. So I believe that heightened the radar of we got to take Fred out, right? Because of that. Um, but it would. But those was things that I was very interested in, and also, obviously, Fred is dead. So it's like, obviously, he got assassinated. So if he didn't get assassinated, we might have got a different intel. But I would have loved to see. How he navigated in prison for that time he was in prison, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm some, I'm sure some brothers was talking to him. I, I, I'm interested in that, like what he did in, in that time frame. You know what I'm saying? So it was this was more so like uh, it was detailed, but the shit that I was looking for wasn't in the movie, which was mainly for, I want to know more about Fred, right? And maybe someday somebody makes another movie. Yeah, and it's more yeah. from Fred. But this movie, like, over for what this movie represented and what it was, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I just personally was looking for something. I was looking for a little bit more backstory on Fred, a little bit more character development, because there are so many people, especially these young people now, who don't know who Fred Hampton is. Right. And we just get Fred as Fred already. And then, like, some of the... We really didn't see a lot of the Black Panther Party's initiatives in the community that they were doing. We didn't really... We saw them talk about it. We didn't see enough of them depicting it, you know what I'm saying, with the youth programs. Like, we didn't really see too much of that side, you know what I'm saying? We didn't really get to see what the Black Panthers are doing. We was just more so... Yeah, we seen them feeding kids. He kept talking about feeding kids. Yeah, and then trying to build the clinic and stuff, but it's like, we didn't really get to see what they were about in in Chicago. And the Huey P. movie hasn't been made yet. So maybe when the actual official Black Panther Party movie gets made, how the foundation will get a backstory that could tie everyone to everything. But overall, man, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, the cop and Bill, they, the cop made me, like the detective, I was so pissed off at his, like, like when he was trying to say the Black Panther Party and the KKK are the same and uh, I believe in um, equal rights, but black people, you guys can't skip the line to equality. All that shit was just... Rubbing me the wrong way. Like I was just laying in bed watching, and I just was getting mad because I'm like, bro, I was like, uh, what's his name? Bill was just pissing me off the whole movie, bro. Because I'm just sitting there like, this nigga is really doing this, like, like, bro. All the shit he did, I'm just sitting here like, bro, you finna drug this man because you didn't want to go to jail because you did some stupid shit. At the yeah. end of the day, to come back to you making a bad decision, and. Trying yeah. to get the, the free pass out of jail. And another thing is, I didn't understand the detective telling Bill, like, I need you to draw a layout of the apartment. I didn't understand that only because they walked in there and just shot the whole motherfucker up. So what did you need to lay out for? 
They probably just wanted to lay out just to know where to shoot. Yeah. And you ain't even kill nobody. You kill Clark, which he was just getting smoked anyway because he was on security duty and y'all shot through the door. So he just he instantly died. From what I read, he got shot in the heart. He died instantly and shot just off of reflex because his hand was on the trigger. Mm-hmm. And then y'all shot everybody else in the legs and the ass. Maybe in the lower back area. And I believe Fred was shot up. But I don't think none of those, from what they said, it was like, he going to make it. Because, like, none of that shit really did anything to him. I think, no, I think they, in the movie, when they focused on his girl. And they were saying after they had, like, pulled her to the front of the apartment, they went back and shot Fred. Yeah, no, I'm saying he was already hit, though. When you do the research, you don't see it in a movie. But when you do the research, he already was shot up. Right. But none of the shots was going to kill him. Yeah. That's why they went back there and shot him twice in the head. Okay. And then they didn't show it in the movie because it went off. They drag him out of the bed and, like, leave him in the hallway or some shit. Or I believe either that or they drug him into the hallway and shot him in the head twice. It was one of the two Um, But That was like We knew that scene was coming We just was trying to figure out how we was going to get there I don't know if that little rail scene Is real Where little rail gives him Mm -hmm. the shit to drug him I don't know if that was just for movie effects But Bill A lot of I believe a lot of the movie Is from an interview that Bill did He did one interview and I believe, and you he saw at the himself. end, they showed the real dude. Yeah. Um, so maybe from that interview, I never seen the interview, but I'm gonna have to watch it on YouTube. I'm sure it's on there. Maybe they were taking from that and putting it into the movie, Probably. and based off of what Fred Hampton's girlfriend at the time had to say as well, because his whole little team, like everybody who he was with, died or got locked up. Like the girl who shot the cop. And the dude, we never saw them again. True. So we don't know what happened to them. Um, Jimmy got killed. They killed him. Winters got killed. Winters got killed. So that was his four. That was his conglomerate, really. And then he brought Shorty on, his girl, who became his girlfriend, and then Bill. And I want to know, which they didn't cover, and maybe they did. Um, hopefully they, extend, they do an extended version of this movie. But I want to know... How Bill was Bill, and they wanted him to infiltrate the Black Panther Party, and then boom, he's in the class. Hmm? Like you, like remember at the beginning they like we want you to infiltrate, get close to Fred. Yeah, and then boom, Fred, Fred's in class teaching. Yeah, and Fred, and he's, and he's just in there. How did how did he get to that point? Was it really was it really that easy? For black people to just pull up for class at the Black Panther Party residence, and why wasn't it more than what it was? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you would think he would have more people because there was only about six people in that class. Yeah, and then now obviously you got budget, so maybe they couldn't have all. Maybe they're not going to have a whole bunch of stand-ins, mm-hmm. but. I would imagine the Black Panther Party in Chicago was bigger than what they depicted in the movie because it wasn't a lot of people. Yeah, in the movie, in the movie, 
you maybe seen 30 Black Panthers that whole movie. But as they say in the movie, there was 5,000 crowns. And we saw them. And they was deep as hell. Yeah. And then even in that scene, they mentioned there was 5,000 of them. And but in the movie, you see no more than maybe 30 crowns? Black Panthers. And I, I didn't look this up. <clears throat> I didn't look this up, and I got to do my research on this. Was the was crowns really what they were called? I don't know. Or was those GDs? Well, I don't think they were GDs because they said disciples in the movie. In that scene, they said they're disciples, lords, crowns, and... Okay. So I wanted to do my research on it, too. I'm f- I'm because when they say disciples, I'm, I'm thinking right they're talking about GDs. Well, the disciples, they are talking about GDs. Exactly. But I'm saying, then who the crowns? Are the crowns of vice lords or something? No, nah, I don't... Yeah, I'm about to see. <clears throat> because I would would like to know what what happened to them. You know what I'm saying? That's the interesting thing. Let me pause this. Okay, we back. I had to do some research on that. Rod Collins is his name in real life, which is the leader of the Crowns, which is a fictionalized version of a gang that functions like a culmination of groups that joined Hampton's Rainbow Coalition, like the Brown Barretts, the Red Guard Party, American Indian Movement, and students from the Democratic Society. In the film, Hampton mentions additional interest in the Stones, as in the almighty black P-Stone nation of the Blackstone Rangers. In King's film, which is the film we're talking about, when he when the crowns accuse Hampton of disseminating slanderous propaganda against them, the scene is a reference to an actual, some word, some weird ass word, tactic that did untold damage to the, which one is this? To the Black Stones and other groups. So the crowns aren't real. It's a culmination of shit. But it's pretty so much the stones. The stones. Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out that. So, yeah, we so I just I, wanted I to look that up. reference to stones in there. Yeah. It's weird that he said the stones and then said the crowns, if the crown is supposed to be the stones. Yeah. And I would love to know why Mark Clark left. I know Mark Clark referenced I left the NAACP because they They're moved too, too slow. slow. You know what I'm saying? But he, but in this, it's ironic. He started his own Black Panther Party chapter in Peoria Real quick Before he was killed The morning of Hampton's assassination Real quick Was there a A building Here in Peoria That was like a Black Panther chapter building I looked it up And I couldn't find anything on it But I wonder I if that's something I think he just started just, though I, okay. I don't think it was I was it, curious Because that's just no, something yeah. That'd be cool to like to Yeah know. It wasn't established yet Okay Yeah so That's what it was so Huey P. Newton, obviously, they don't re- they reference a lot, but we didn't see him. He was the co-founder of the, of the Black Panther Party, um, and Bobby Seale, which they bring up both of them. Well, Bobby Seale went to prison. You know what I'm saying? That that was him, and then 
he and then you know uh Hoover says you know prison made Huey Newton a celebrity so they didn't want Fred Hampton to go to jail because he would become a celebrity right so yeah that that was interesting you know what I'm saying so yeah it's I don't know it, it was a very interesting film it's a lot of I feel like a lot. Of, it's a lot of history in there, and it's, they reference a, a lot of people who you don't see. Um, but J. Edgar Hoover is just a piece of shit. Like, bro, he's man. He's been in some. He's been a part of a lot of shit. And the one thing that pisses me off is like it's crazy. Like to watch shit like this and be like, damn, like they could really do this shit, and it's just no repercussions. We just supposed to like it's history. But it's like, damn, this shit happened here and nothing happened. It just was... Nobody had any repercussions for it. Nobody went to jail. Nothing. Yeah, it's just like... Mm-hmm. Well, we, we, we killed them. We, we killed a lot of powerful black leaders, revolutionaries, or, not, or nonviolent protesters. We took out the, the forefathers and the foremothers of our, our American... Black history. We took all of them out. Because it's apparently like, they're, they're, they're more threatening. It is what it is. They're like, more threatening than communists and yeah. shit like that. And I'm just like, a black man with power is the biggest threat to white supremacy. So they eliminate they wanted to eliminate us before the revolutionary could get. So now if big. you you think if there was Black Panthers today, do you think they would do the same shit? I did research on that. Because I know there the government is, is shady. There is still a Black Panther, but it's just not... It's not to the extent that it no, was No, it's like a different form. And Fred Hampton Jr. is the chairman of I it. I know. I was looking it up last night, too. But... And I would have loved... Obviously, because when Fred Pat, when Fred was assassinated, it dis, it dis, the Chicago chapter just dissembled nine years later. So who took over when Fred was assassinated? Why did it dissemble? Hold on. When did they realize Bill wasn't who he was? When did they realize that he worked for the government? We never. We never. Um, I don't think they knew until he did that interview. Because he, he killed himself the day the interview dropped. Yeah. So he committed suicide. He's, he ran in front of a car or something. So I don't think no one knew until then. But you got to think, when Fred was assassinated and then everyone in that house went to jail for a, for mur- attempted murder. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all those charges was dropped at some point in time. But by then, he's long gone. So him doing that interview... Probably exposed everything and the guilt and the trauma and everything that he was dealing with, and he couldn't take it and killed himself. So it's, I like how they did the movie, but obviously I already put my critiques out there. But I feel uh, it's an amazing story, but it's it's a it's surrounded by the wrong character because it's. Bill is the vocal point. I feel like 
Fred should have been the vocal point, but it's hard because he he died. He got assassinated. So it's not like, you know, Malcolm X had autobiographies. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people who was around Malcolm was alive still. So it's like everyone who was around Fred died or went to jail. So who's around to really tell the story? His his uh, his girlfriend can only tell so much, be- mm-hmm. but she can't say a lot because he was Fred when he met her. You know what I'm saying? So maybe uh, I'm going to do some research and try to find out if the people that was around him, like the girl and the dude that was shooting at the window at the cops, I wonder if they're still in jail or if they're still alive or what. And if they are, I wonder if they had a part in that movie but at the, all. But this the thing. I can look up. I have the character guy in front of me. Mm-hmm. The problem is, even if they was, they only can offer so much. I mean, yeah. Because we don't know. It, it, I feel like it's a waste of time to show when they met him. No, I'm not talking about even that. I'm talking about like just so they would have more to say because they were around before his girlfriend. But was I'm around. saying like they was unless they went to high school with him because he was so young is what I'm saying. So it's like unless they was went to school with him or grew up with him, it's not much they can really do. It's right. not much they can add to to to. I don't like I, uh, humanizing Fred Hampton's character. Gotta be somebody. It would be like, who was his parents? Like, where was his where was his parents at? Did he have any brothers? You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's gotta those be somebody the that, that they could have thrown in that movie to show more background or something. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at because what was the girl's name? I don't know. I know Jake. I know Jake Winters. They sell him. He's the only one who killed cops, by the way. It's only two. He killed two cops, which made Hoover be like, no, nah, we got to get him out of here. And then the Sam's dude, you know what I'm saying? He he killed that. That was part of the Haven Black Panther trials in the 70s as well. Jimmy Palmer was killed. Um, Jose Cha-Cha was the Latino dude. William. Uh, Fresh Pierre was the white uh, patriot. Rod Collins um, was the crown leader. Ronald Dock was in a couple scenes. He went to the University of Illinois. He was 19. Um, what, what was his? Okay, he was severely injured during the raid. So he was part of the raid. Uh... I don't know. I'm looking. Okay, so Judy and Betty, which were the older women, that um, they helped get like 60%. Then they did Mark Clark. That's it. They don't even say, they don't even have her in character development at all. So I, I I, I don't even remember her name. So I would have to go back to the movie and look at the credits to see them. So I have a lot of, but it's a good movie. And it, I like movies like this because I have a lot of questions. It's not just cut and dry. So it's like, 
this movie sparked me to want to do research. This movie sparked me to learn more, even though I knew some things. It sparked me to go back and learn more about the history and the do's and don'ts and a lot of these people. Because like, there's just so much that I'm just like, I want to do research on now because, as you said, what was the impact on other groups and whatnot and other people in Chicago at the time? Like the Muslim community. Uh, what was the name for rocking Farrakhan? How you pronounce it? Louis Louis Farrakhan. Come Farrakhan. on, bro. You gotta know that. That's not. Um. So him. This guy. The like they showed the the stones or the crowns a little bit, and then they mentioned disciples and who else. So like, how did that affect them? What did they have to say about anything? Where was their hand in in every in the movie type shit? Yeah, so it's a lot. Definitely a lot to it. But overall, man, it's a good movie. A lot of history. Definitely pissed me off a lot. So make sure y'all check out Judas and the Black Messiah. That was a very in-depth 35-minute. Um, I was interested to see. I'm list, I listened to a couple different movie reviews, so it's interesting to see people's take. But overall, what you get in the movie, a 1 out of 10. I give it like a, I give it like a, like a nine. Shit, it was nine ten. That was good. I liked it. There's stuff I have questions about, but I mean, I just feel like it wasn't put in the movie for a reason. Yeah, I give it an eight. Um, solely because I wanted more, and based off of just my DNA of asking questions. It's a lot of questions unanswered. So it's basically like they did a J. Edgar Hoover movie. Like there's so much. There's so many layers to this. I would have loved to have gotten the Bobby Seale, Huey P. Newton movie, the J. Edgar Hoover movie, which the movie has already been done on that. And the Fred Hampton movie. Like, I would have been if, like, basically, like, you see how Marvel does movies, bro, where they tie all this shit in over 10, 12 year movies. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to get that so we could get a complete rendition of the Black Panther Party, the Black Panther Party's rise and fall and demise based on the FBI viewing them a certain way. I would have liked to get something similar to that. But overall, I like the movie. It's a lot of knowledge there. Um, I felt every emotion possible. You know, I felt ha- happy sometimes. I laughed a few times. Um, got emotional a few times. Was angry a lot of the time. So whenever you watch a movie and it, it evokes that much emotion, and then when I turn it off and I'm replaying scenes of the movie in my mind and I'm looking stuff up, I feel like that's a, a great movie. Can I watch it again? I'm going to have to. But it's not like one of those I want to watch it again. Like, Fruitville Station's a movie I'll never watch again. I watched that shit once. I'll never yeah, watch like, it again, bro. Good movie. I never want to see that again. That was you know what I'm up. saying? Stuff like that I, I won't watch. So, this movie, um, powerful. Definitely some education in there. Definitely this is something I would love for schools to watch. Um, things like that. And actually do they research and learn. Because you saw that 
like what Fred was talking about, you kill a pig, you know, some pigs and all pigs, you solve the problem type thing. And then you saw Bill was like, oh, I got, we can blow up the capital or whatever. And he wanted to do something crazy. And he was like, nah, bro, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I wasn't meaning yeah. it like that. I feel Fred was talking about the strength in numbers. And if we all carry a certain mindset, we can defeat this. You know what I'm saying? If we get the whole city. So I like that. And I would have liked to see, you know, if there was another black organization at that time that spoke out against the ways of Fred Hampton's chapter of the Black Panther. When like they were they killed a couple cops and it was violence. Where was the nonviolent side of the Chicago people that probably followed Dr. King's methods? Where was the, you know, Muslim side of things that followed Malcolm X's methods even though he had passed and he wasn't in the best graces with the Muslim, uh, with Islam. So I would have just liked to see Louis Farrakhan, bro. I would have liked to see if he ever ran into Fred Hampton or if he, or not, maybe not even him, if the Islamic community, the nation of Islam ran into them. That's all. But overall, I mean, I give it an 8, maybe an 8.5, but... Shouts out to that movie, man. Make sure y'all go check out Judas and the Black Messiah. That was a very good 40 minutes. How you pronounce dude name, the actor Daniel Kaluuya? How you pronounce yes, it? So I don't know. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah, he did, he did an amazing job. Definitely, you know, I feel like award come award time, this, this should be nominated for everything. He should be nominated as well. Even... Um, the dude who played Bill, I forgot his name. Lakeith Stanfield, and it's, a, and it's like amazing. That. Both of those guys were in Get Out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and uh, look, the dude that played Bill is also in Atlanta. He's been in a couple yeah. other things. Uh, I mean, Lil Rel made an appearance, so it's good to see. That scene is really weird to me. Yeah, I I want to know more about that scene, but I feel like that scene possibly had to happen because the only one who could tell that scene is Bill. Right. So I'm pretty sure he might have said that in the interview. But make sure y'all check that movie out, man. We didn't we did do some spoilers in there, but we didn't really go too in de- in depth on scene by scene. So if you watch if you listen to this and then you go watch the movie, you'll be all right. You everyone knows Fred was assassinated, so it's not like a secret move ending. It's just how and leading up to it. Um but all American. We 41 minutes in and 30 seconds. Let's tap into All American. Episode, what episode is this? That was five. Was f- Dang, what? That was five. No, that, that can't be five. I, th- I want to say that was four. Let me look this up real quick. My look right now. Yeah, it was episode four. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, so... We didn't review three. We're not going to review three. We're just going to go to four. Um, Basically, with this episode, they introduced therapy. They introduced the mental aspect. They just now they're talking mental health, trauma, 
where uh, Spencer's realizing, okay, there ain't shit wrong with my arm. It's in my head. Something is evoking me to for my arm to go numb. The flashback, the drum. He said the drums sound like the gunshot, which made his arm go numb before the game. So I was just relieved that it wasn't shit wrong with his arm. Hold on with the coop shit. We're going to say that to the end because that was the last scene of the episode. I was just relieved at that. Asher is still annoying. Jordan is still a simp. (laughs) I don't like Asher, bro. I'm sorry. I've never liked Asher. He, he every scene it's like a like a motivational speech like I have to dig into my feeling I don't want to hear yeah. Asher like kill him off or something but uh Olivia Spencer definitely nailed bro. <laughs> for sure but I he mean they, they he showed did. this they showed a scene where there was what was it, episode two I think it was episode two they showed a scene where they was finna do you not remember that? Oh, you talking about at um at the, the at season one? You can't say episode two and three seasons. No, nah. I'm talking about season three, episode two. Nah, they showed the scene where they was. Nah, bro. Yeah. Nah. Oh yeah. No. Yes, they did. I'll pull it up. No, bro. They wasn't about to do nothing. They've been dodging each other. It was a flashback. Of season one, bro. That's what I just said. That was a flashback of season one? Yes. Uh, yeah, that wasn't nothing new. I thought that was a flashback from the summer. No. But what I'm saying is, he, the, all right, so Spencer gets to the therapist. I can't take this therapist serious, bro, because every time I see him, all I think about is Beat Rabbit beating his ass, bro. Like, no, what? That's the dude from Eight Mile. <laughs> I see that movie forever. Yeah, that's all I think about is B Rabbit fucking I know him you up. Look familiar. I just couldn't yeah, figure and out. And then his from voice what? is different. So he has a more polished, deeper voice. So tell me about that night. What sparked things? You know, um, I tell my patients that they must focus and um, figure out things. You know, your homework for the day is just write down the events that led up to the shooting. Like that's how he talks. So it was interesting, but um. He said, he, he said, to, to talk about Olivia. And he started talking about it. He's like, oh, you in love with her. So that is hinting at, bro. Eventually, I feel like in this season, he's going to break up with Layla. Layla's going to know, like, nah, bro. You and Liv Layla are supposed to be the kind of, it's getting there. No, not that. I think Layla thinks something happened this summer. I don't think he, she thinks he's in love with her. Yet, Asher has no clue. I mean, he's just a fucking idiot. Yeah, Asher has no clue. So that dynamic, that's the main dynamic I'm paying attention to. Is like when is Spencer like at the end of towards the end of the episode? He just wanted his friend back. They talked, they hugged, they laughed, but it still was like it was one of them hugs. Like it was like, nah, this is deeper than I took a bullet for you. (laughs) Like, yeah, I deserve some pussy. I took a bullet, whether we together or not. <laughs> so I, I like I think that dynamic is still there. Coop's rap career, I don't really care about. Pay patience, I don't really care about the. That, I'm kind of over that that section of shit. Um, I know I, that they're trying to put the music play on it. I'm not. I'm really over that I section. Feel, 
I feel like I'm 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 over it too, but I'm just kind of curious as to what her dad's gonna say about her suing them. Well, she, you could do that if you sign a minor. No, That's I mean I'm not. Uh, no, I know that. But yeah, I'm just saying, that actually like, happened in real life with uh, Lil Pump. Really, he got out of his first contract because he was a minor when he signed it. So they had to redo the deal. I'm just curious what's that or what her dad's gonna say about that. Shit, and that dude that was that was working there, he's pissing me off, bro. Yeah, he was blowing me. I thought when I first saw dude, I was like, okay, Layla ain't gonna end up dating him. That's but what I'm thinking, bro. I'm thinking she's gonna start flirting, so. she's gonna cheat on Spencer and yeah. shit. He but nah. being a bitch, so. Uh, Jordan, he was darn, bro. I'm just like, bro, what are you doing? Like right now, like you doing the most. And it's not even that deep right now. You ain't even nailed. Well, you I mean, you nailed early on. You thought the baby was yours. But since then, you ain't nailed. So, he just, he need to focus on football. They grandpa, like, is so weird to me. So, I'm just like, bro, why are you so extra? Like, why you always got to be slick mouth and talk shit all the time? And it'd be different if the nigga was around at least. You ain't around, nigga. You ain't got no room to say nothing. Yeah. But, but I mean, at the same time, that's another, there's a dynamic there. There's a past trauma that Coach Baker hasn't dealt with with his mom passing. They ain't, so that's something. That's why he brought that up with him. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, is it me or the Coach Baker's wife? She starts to look, she looks different every episode. Like, like she got something done to her face in real life. Her face. Like she's starting to like her she get her nose done, her jaws, her, her lips. Jaw, like real strong. It's just looking weird. Like she don't look the same. So I'm like, damn, what the fuck going on? Nobody ain't gonna say nothing. But besides all that, this was more of a filler episode. I I think this episode wasn't nothing huge that took place like Besides him doing a motivational speech at the end, as Spencer always does, and pretty much insinuating that Coop, he blames Coop for the shooting. Um, which I disagree with. And the only reason I disagree is because she told Spence a million times to stay out of it. <laughs> She's like, bro, you and, you and Beverly Hills, go there. Stay out of it. She said that a thousand times, and you wouldn't do it. So how you going to blame her? That's my only thing. So that, um, and then Spencer, uh, stepbrother, well, not stepbrother, half-brother, that, that whole thing is like, I want to know why... His mom had to get fucked up and he got to leave. Like, what was the point of that that scene? Like, because he's leaving now, but it's like, why make the story that part? Right. I didn't really understand it either. Because the other dude, he's scared to take a hit right now. Chris sucked. Well, no, he's, st- he be- he's like... Playing scared Because he don't want to get yeah. hurt again So he's got to fight through that So I don't understand why Unless that happened in real life Where a dude had to leave That was just a weird dynamic part But this was a filler I'm excited for the, for tomorrow's episode Um, But you guys will Actually you're going to be getting No You're going to get this episode t- 
Tuesday because I'm going to drop the follow-up podcast tomorrow. So we're going to hold off on this for a day. Um, so, yeah. But I'm excited for tomorrow's. I think this episode, it really wasn't too much to unpack. It was certain things that happened, like you're in love with Olivia. Keep that in your back of your mind. Um, him saying, blaming Coop secretly for the shooting in his mind. Keep that. Those two things. Dude leaving. Uh, dude leaving. So it's just certain things like, all right, hold on to that. Layla calling her dad about suing her dad. Mm. Keep that. So it's like five things to keep. But overall, the episode was just the episode. It was nothing, nothing crazy. Too, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Happened. So the biggest thing that happened was the end where he was blaming Coop for the shooting. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's that's all. It's just a small review of that episode because it wasn't nothing huge um, in the episode to really discuss. But um, before we close out, we are at the 51 mark. We usually try to keep these at an hour, so we're gonna do that trailer. Yeah, we gonna let's talk. Uh, Zack Snyder. He just we're recording this on uh, February 14th, so Zack Snyder just released his trailer for his cut of. The Justice League So we're gonna watch that trailer And talk about that next Yep, we back. Y'all just heard the trailer. I just plugged it in. What's your take, Jordan? Jaden, what's the take, man? How you feel about the trailer? That, um, that real trailer. quick, real quick, before we can get to the trailer, the premise of it for everyone who's like, is this a new Justice League movie? No. So this is just Zack Snyder's version of the movie that we already had saw. 
Um, that movie was what two and a half hours. Apparently, Zack Snyder's cut is four hours long. So, I believe you know when, when people shoot movies, they shoot the whole movie and then they take shit out to condense it to make it the best they can make it for the movie and the time they got. So he probably ain't take shit out and added on to it. The trailer is phenomenal. Looks better than the original trailer, and we got a surprise at the end. So. We got Jared Leto as Joker, and this is Joker Joker. This isn't... Well, no, Suicide Squad Joker was trash. This looked like Joker Joker. This looked like Dark Knight Joker. Look, got a little weight to him. Ledger wasn't dead, because that, that man, he Ledger was the yeah. girl in that Joker shit. I don't know who played Joker. It looked like Jared Leto in that trailer. No, was it Joaquin Phoenix? You got to put that in consideration as well. It was like it him? I'm going to look. Hell, I mean, I don't know, but um, overall, I'm excited for the movie. Um, we got to find a way to sit through four hours, but I'm excited. I'm going um, to say this, though. What's up? That trailer alone looked better than than Justice League movie already out. Yeah. Because that Justice League movie That was trailer trash. made me want to watch the movie. Justice League was trash. Um, DC has put out all trash, really. I'm... Not a fan of Wonder Woman. I didn't see the new Wonder Woman, so I can't say it's trash. Uh, Aquaman was decent. I did watch Aquaman. I went to I theaters Aquaman. to see Aquaman. But um, I'm a Batman guy. It hasn't changed. Like Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy is the one of the greatest trilogies of all time. So I'm still in that. That's not the DC universe of today, but that's what I roll with. I roll with that Batman. I don't like Ben Affleck as a Batman, I'm honest. Um, it's cool for the DC universe, but we'll see. But I think I think this movie's gonna be dope. No, that's Jared Leto. Uh, it is. Okay, so we got Jared Leto. So I don't think he's a bad Joker though. Did he put? Well, we you can't sell because from Suicide Squad, he was wasn't even really in a, a factor in it. Yeah, no, but I mean. I'm just and knowing Suicide how he Squad, is. His role in Suicide Squad wasn't serious. This looks like he's serious. Yeah. Suicide Squad, he was just out fucking around just doing shit. Yeah. And this is like he actually going to be the Joker. Right. But I wonder, was that a dream, a, a flashback or a dream? Is Joker dead? Because you saw... In Suicide Squad, we saw the Robin, Robin, and all the Robins was dead. You remember he, they were, uh, you remember in that one, right? Where he was in the Batcave and all that. So, is Joker dead already in this? Or Maybe is this he is... locked? Uh, like, is it a flashback? Is it like Joker playing tricks on Batman's so, mind? What if Justice League is just some shit that happened before Suicide Squad? It's not, though, because. Um, Batman vs Superman. Uh, Superman died, and that's how Suicide Squad started. Was after the funeral because of Superman. Super, yeah, because they said Superman yeah. was dead, and they actually show Batman catching Deadshot mm-hmm. in Suicide Squad, and in Suicide Squad they show Batman chasing Joker. Okay, so then maybe. Suicide Suicide Squad is after that. I'm saying, based off of the appearance of Joker in Suicide Squad versus now, 
he obviously what what has transpired right between them i feel like 4 hours we could get enough backstory of what has transpired because you notice we got suicide squad then we just jump into justice league we didn't really get what flash is doing what is cyborg doing like we just kind of so got I, them what is how is metropolis so i don't and, and also real quick did Joker go to Metropolis or was that Joker in Gotham? I don't remember Joker going to Metropolis. I don't know. Even though Metropolis, I believe, is New Jersey in real life and Gotham is New York. I believe that's how it went. Because if you saw Batman was in Gotham and he just flew to Metropolis. So, interesting. Okay, so I don't know if this is going to play a hand in it whatsoever. Because I ain't even finished the fucking movie. But I got about 45 minutes into Birds of Prey, which is Harley Quinn's movie. I don't know if you've seen that. I got about 45 minutes into it. it. And at the beginning of the movie, first thing she does, her and Joker break up. And then she goes, and because she can't get over Joker or whatever, she goes and like drives a like a semi-truck full of gas into their like hangout spot or whatever and blows a bitch up. So he's alive after... Suicide Squad. Because I know that because of that. But maybe that pissed him off because she broke up with him and then she blew his shit up. And that pissed him off and then he started kind of go downhill and then get to be the real Joker. But I need to finish that movie. But it's a little interesting here because you also got to factor in at the end of Suicide Squad, they all got locked back up. So Joker busted her out again. I don't think they said that in the beginning of the movie. Then I was half asleep watching the first forty five minutes. Yeah, I, I mean I'm gonna have to. I got time. This just don't come out till like March eighteenth, so I got time. I'm gonna watch that shit today. I don't got nothing else to do. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting um, to see how that one transpires, man. But I'm excited for it. I haven't been excited for a superhero movie since Endgame. Um, I really didn't give a fuck about. Uh, Black Widow. We still haven't seen that movie, um, because it's a prequel. So it's kind of like I hate. I, I don't like movies when you die and then they do your movie, your your standalone. I don't like that. Even though I know her standalone is before Infinity, before Endgame, it's in between Infinity World and Endgame. I do know that much. So we'll see. But speaking of Marvel, bro, I'm I'm very excited about what Marvel's gonna be doing soon, because. I don't know if you want to go in depth on it on another episode of this or what, but I gotta say, WandaVision is crazy. We can't we can't go in depth because I haven't watched it. Wanda I don't want to watch is, it until they put crazy, the whole bro. the whole season out. And I know they're doing Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. I know that they already put the trailer. Out. I haven't yeah. watched none of that. I, I haven't that. gave a fuck about Marvel solely because the pandemic fucked up their timetable. One, yeah, and two. We still haven't got Black Widow, so it's like no. Nah, see, I didn't. I, I stopped getting fucked about Marvel for a minute too because of the pandemic pushing everything. back. And, and I whatnot. don't believe Tony Stark is dead. Here's and a, I'm sticking with it, just so, like I don't believe Ghost is dead. I'm sticking with it. Ghost. Yes, yeah, uh, I, I don't watch Power, but uh, I'm gonna tell you. I think Tony Stark is dead, but I'm gonna tell you what I think they're gonna do with it. I think that they're going to have something happen because 
they're introducing new villains, obviously, like Thanos level villains, like the big dude type shit. Galactus. Yeah, Galactus, Mephisto, whatever, and other people. So what I think also do- we haven't got. My bad to cut you off, but I'm the only thing I'm excited for. I'm really excited for Spider Man three mm-hmm. and Morbius. Spider Man and Morbius are the two and Venom. Though that's that little section is what I care about right now. Right. I don't give a fuck about Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. I don't give a fuck about um, Doctor Strange and um, the darkness shit. I don't I even. As Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange and and Scarlet Witch, yeah. Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So they, that that's what I'm saying. They gonna they might bring Tony Stark back with that. Or what I think is gonna happen? I think they're gonna be fighting a villain. It's gonna be like a big villain, not like the little the little niggas type shit. You feel me? The big dog, yeah. Galactus. But and then they're gonna need like a super genius to do something, yeah. and they're gonna be like, "How the fuck are we gonna do? We don't handle we smart enough." And then they gonna that, be like, "We got a time. We got to." But that's where you're wrong, though. But that's where you're wrong, though, because they have Hulk and they have Zuri. I mean, yeah, but they but Tony Stark at the end of the day is still Tony Stark. Yeah, but Zuri is Zuri. I know, Ooh, but I'm smarter so- than them. But their shit and they have and they have better technology than them. But their shit that she might not able to do. So what I don't, if they I don't, go I don't back think that's, in the no, no, that's not that's too predictable if they bring them back that way. I'm what I'm saying is I don't think he dead. Period. We didn't see no body. We just saw a fucking uh, the middle the centerpiece float off in the water. Right. I think they regenerating them somehow. I think they left the door open. Hey, to nah, bring him back if he Iron decided Man 3, to come back. Because I was watching a video about this last night. Iron Man three. They Tony Stark had. Invented or somebody else had invented a way to regenerate limbs and all that other shit, but it would like affect your body in some way. They could be using that. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, I believe he's dead, like knocked out, dead body. His but his body is there, mm-hmm. and I'm saying his orb is gone. But I'm saying that maybe they have technology in Wakanda that could bring him back. Right is what I'm saying. If not saying they're gonna bring Tony back, but I'm saying they left the door because he said he 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 said like this is my last one. That's why they killed him off. If Tony was like, hey, I want to do seven more fucking movies, they would have found a way to put him in seven more movies. So what I'm saying is they left the door open for him to come back. Same with Captain America, they left the door open for him to come back. There's so many different ways to bring these characters back. Also, so, I will say Marvel now has the rights for Fantastic Four. And well, X Men. Well, they're doing a Fantastic That's gonna Four be movie. So cold. Uh, they're gonna fuck X Men up. I don't think they're gonna fuck X Men um, up. Bro. I think they're gonna do X Men good. The reason why I disagree is because I don't want to see anybody else play Wolverine. Though. That's, That's gonna one, piss me off. But the the reason why I think they're gonna fuck X Men up is because they're with Disney. So you no, gotta, I was talking to my girl about that try last to make night. It, you you got to try to make it friendly. Wolverine is, he ain't cut Wolverine nobody open is the one that kills everybody. Yeah, Wolverine he ain't cut is slicing faces. He he's beating people up. He's screaming. They made Hulk more friendly for Disney. They made him a bitch. No, fuck, fuck what he did in the movie. I'm saying his appearance. If you go to the Incredible Hulk, which was the second movie after Iron Man, Look how Hulk looked in that movie, and then look how Hulk looked moving forward. They made him smaller, more yeah. greener, less mean looking in the face. Yeah. For kids, kid, he, they made him more kid friendly. So how do you predicate Wolverine? 
They, I, I don't know how they're going to do that. So it's going to be interesting. So and how many years do we got to wait for the Wolverine for for the X Men to get in, get involved? So I think that they're going to. Now this is I don't know if you mind, but it's going to be a spoiler for WandaVision. Some maybe there's nothing guaranteed yet. You you gonna care if I say it? No. Okay, so in WandaVision, there's like this void that people go keep going in, or not people, but Captain Rambo, who was the the little the little black girl at the end of Captain Marvel. She keeps on going in and out of the void that Wanda has created, and every time she goes in and out, when she comes out, her her cells change, her blood changes. So pretty much, Wanda's creating mutants at and to an extent, and she wants to go back into it. But she has to find a way back in. So she says she knows somebody at the end of this episode to let her back in. Some some astro scientist or something like that. And a theory that I've been seeing a lot on YouTube and whatnot is that it's going to be the Beast, Hank, before he's the Beast. And it's somehow this is going to evolve into him turning into the Beast. Some people say it's going to be uh, Reed Richards, the Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But then some people are saying it's going to be the Beast. And that's how they're going to first introduce the X-Men. They're gonna let them all have their same their things piece by piece connected to different people, and then they're gonna bring them together as yeah. a whole group. Um, could be, but Wandavision is the mother of mutants, though. Um, yeah. So I knew that was already there. Fan- it's not Reed Richards because Fantastic Four is gonna be brought in through Spider Man. Yeah. Because so what they're they saying already, right now is they that already announced Spider. They already announced Fantastic Four. In Spider Man, far because they had the building, yeah, the building. They had the building, and the building had the Fantastic Four numbers. So what they're saying is that the um, Fantastic Four right now, Wandavision, are like lost in space or some shit. That's their excuse. Well, that's a theory that they're like lost in space or some shit, and that's their excuse of why they can't be there and why they think it's going to be the Beast to show up. Yeah, the reason why it has to be the Beast is because Wanda's a mutant. Right. Her and her brother was mutants already. Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. So she already created her sons too, which both have powers now. She yeah. like created them out her fucking mind. Also, yeah. Shit. So I believe they they can go that way, and then maybe in darkness, uh, Doctor Strange, they can find a way to bring the mutants in. The problem is, how are y'all executing Wolverine? Because he obviously is the face. Him? How are you executing him? How are you executing Jean Grey? Xavier. Who? And, and, and well, he's here. He's already here. He's already here somehow. What you mean? Xavier's old. But how do we know they're going to... Well, no. Nah, they because- can't start young because if they start young, they got to go back in yeah, time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That. So Xavier and Magneto are already here somewhere. So that's why I believe the multiverse shit has to come into play with getting X-Men here in totality because those two guys already have their powers because they had them as, as uh, they were young. And mm-hmm. you can't just... They're babies now because of WandaVision. You know what I'm saying? Because I know <clears throat> that Hank, I think his name is Hank Richards or Hank something. He's the beast and he's going to get his powers from WandaVision yeah. somehow. They've introduced Mephisto, the Grim Reaper, both in WandaVision. Yeah. So, so I think maybe it's gonna be cool. at some point, the, the, the heavy hitters of X-Men, they can't go through a TV show. The heavy hitters got to be brought in some way better because WandaVision can't create the heavy hitters because the heavy yeah. hitters were here before WandaVision. So they can create <clears throat> the beast. They can create, say, maybe Nightcrawler or Cy- Cyclops. But Xavier, 
I wouldn't even have them know Magneto. they can't create Cyclops either. They are all Cyclops. This is what I'm saying. The people, the Reed Richards got his powers over time. He got his powers in an accident or some shit. Who? Uh, not Reed Richards. Oh, Hank. Yeah, yeah, he got it. They said it in like a nuclear explosion yeah, or something. So shit. I'm saying that's one dude who was a human who became, who developed right. powers. Cyclops. Was born with him? Yes. Okay, he, I know that. He developed his powers over time. And that's why he was wearing glasses. Because in in middle school, he took them off and had an explosion. And that's when his parents didn't know what to do with him. Oh, and yeah, then that's that, right. yeah. So okay. the character development oh. can't go through WandaVision for some of these guys. Also, it's weird because there's so much shit going on in WandaVision right now. So her brother is there, but it's not her brother from the movie before. It's not her brother from Age of Ultron. It's her brother from... Or it's it's the it's the Quicksilver from X Men, Evan Peters Quicksilver. So that's interesting. But they reference the other um, other brother, other Quicksilver from from the Avengers movie. So then, what the fuck is he then? Does she even know this nigga? Yeah. So okay. So she brought him. She imagined him up, and he came there as soon as she imagined him. And she recognizes that he looks different. But she doesn't know why. So what they're saying is that she plucked him out of like a whole nother fucking universe or something like that. We don't know yet because the show's only five yeah. episodes or six episodes in. Yeah. But how she, long is these episodes? An hour? I think forty five minutes, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm definitely going. Do they look like movies? Like production wise, yeah. or do they look like yeah. a TV show production? They look like a movie. But the thing is, it's a it looks like a movie, but WandaVision is a TV show. Like yeah, I not, know that. not WandaVision TV. I mean, WandaVision is a TV show. The 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 TV show is about her making a TV show. Nah, I'm cool, bro. Bro, no, no, no. <laughs> that that right shit there, it just, sounds fucked up. That shit just it's, sounds. Trash. It's so cold though. It's weird, but it's cold. So, so someone it's like, made a TV show, or did she make a TV show in her Wanda, mind? It's, look, she's bro. sleep right now in real life. She's somewhere off a of perk thirty. No, nah, look, this shit dumb, look, bro. No, hear me out. So. She took the trauma from when Vision died and her brother died after all the Endgame shit, right? And because Wanda... Vision, she has no one left right now. Yeah, Tony's so gone. Because we know Wanda's Widow's the strongest, strongest Avenger, pretty much one of the strongest people in the universe. Uh, she's up there. So yeah, She's up there, but I think uh, Captain Marvel's stronger than her. She, yeah. mm. And to be honest, the strongest out of Arab, like out of all this whole thing is Jean. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. She's stronger than everybody. Okay, but so look... So then Scarlet Witch takes all that trauma and out of nowhere. Now, do you care? Oh, you don't care if I spoil it no. for you? Okay. I'm not watching so, this shit till this, the season's done. So she creates this void that they call the Hex. And on the outside, it just looks like a regular town. Like, it just looks like a normal town. But nobody's ever heard of this town. So Captain Rambeau, who was a girl, little girl from Captain Marvel. And I don't know if you remember the Asian dude, Agent Wu from Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. They're both there. Captain Rambeau walks into it. Like, she feel, she reaches it, and she can see it's a void. And she's like, what the fuck is this? And then she walks into it, and, like, it takes her in. It starts off with them. Wanda and Vision are in the 1950s. And it's based around them being a TV show. So it's like, it's a 1960s-looking, or 1950s-looking TV show. Okay, so let me start you right now. Is WandaVision's mainly taking place in the 50s and 60s? It goes to, it skips a 10-year era Every season, or every episode. 
So it starts off in the fifties. Next episode it goes to the sixties and then the seventies. And it's a set. It's like that era type of TV show every yeah. episode. And slowly Vision starts to figure out that he is being controlled. But the thing is, Vision is dead. So we trying to figure out how the fuck is he alive in there. She went and stole his body out of Sword's um, place or whatever. So we're trying to figure out: Did she recreate the Mind Stone, or did she just does she just have his body just? I think up? she just imagined that shit in her mind, bro. But the thing is, Vision so is, he, it's a wrap for that nigga. But bro. look, the man walked out of the void to go talk because he he's starting to realize it. Like by episode six, he's starting to realize everything that's happening. Yeah. But he doesn't have any of his memories. He doesn't know who the Avengers are. He doesn't remember anything. All he's remember is what happened in Westview, which is a place they're in. Yeah. So then he walks out the void once he realizes everything, but it still has like a hold on him. Like he's not all the way out. And when he walks out, he has a mind stone in his head. Throughout the whole thing, he has a mind stone in his head. But you know, he can transform from himself to a human or whatever. Yeah. Fuck. But he, when he walks out, he has a mind stone in his head. So then it's like, is the mind stone really there? Or is it only there because the void thing still has a hold on him? So it looks like it's there. Is he just a lifeless body that Wanda's controlling and he somehow has life to himself or what? And then also she created her kids. So are her kids real? They both have powers, but are they real? And then her brother. Is he real? Yeah. Like, we don't know anything. Yeah. I don't think none of these niggas is weird or real. I think she's just doing this shit to, so we can find a way to, so they can just get to a fucking movie, bro. But, but Wanda, not Wanda, Vision is somehow in some aspect real. Because the dude on the outside who who's running sword now is has a tracker on him tracking the vibranium that he's made out of, and well, I guess we won't he know till till uh, Black Panther too. I, I'm curious how they're gonna do that too. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll do a Marvel talk when Solo sometime this week, bro. But. Appreciate everybody tuning in to Showtime with Follow Up. It's Kojak underscore follow up on Twitter. Follow up Kojak on IG. Follow up Podcast Network on IG. Um, make sure y'all rate, subscribe, and review this podcast. We're going to actually do an official promo for this shit sometime this week as well. I know I ain't really promote, promoted it yet, but we're trying to make sure we get everything lined up with Spotify. Um, and make sure y'all go fuck with Follow Up Podcast. As well, we just dropped uh, the episode, the first episode from Toledo trip, which is uh, Gemini Chachi. So make sure y'all go fuck with that as well, and go check out her new song "Gang About You." As well, album mode episode one is gonna be dropping end of this month. Solo Vision podcast is gonna be dropping end of this month. So we got we got the other show, we got some more uh, sh- uh, podcast shows on the network that are gonna be dropping this month and early next month as well. Jaden, go ahead and plug your shit. Jaden Don twenty four on Instagram. Jaden Turner on Facebook. And that's all. All right, man. Appreciate everybody tuning in for another episode. Showtime will follow up. And we out. God bless.